Yesterday, we won McCall over by saying, hey, put cicadas on your tacos. No. She was all about it. Mm-mm. AJ and McCall on VFX. Well, with this impending cicada issue, right, they've shown up everywhere. How about this specific question? You love nature, right? You love being outside. Mm-hmm. Are cicadas, the sound they make, relaxing? No. Not at all. Pretty sure they scream, don't they? Last I checked, they're not very, it's not a pleasant noise. All right, here you go. I got you some. Mm. Not feeling it? No. Not I mean, fe- it's not awful, but it's also not like, oh, yeah, wow, I just love that. It's the most nurturing noise I've ever heard. To be honest to me, it sounds like the beginning of, like, tense music playing up, so, like, you're outside. Yeah. And What's going on? Then you're going to have to start running. Then you get the... Yeah, and it's uh, like, oh, gosh, I gotta go. <laughs> survey was done. 22% of people said it's relaxing. 31% said it's annoying. 21% said neither, which I feel like is where you fall. Yeah. I, I wouldn't necessarily say that it's, like, annoying. That's I feel like that's a little bit far, but, um, yeah. I mean, it reminds me of... It reminds me of being in Texas. Like walking around down there, like it makes to me kind of hear noises like that. To me, it's just it's just like white noise of nature. I don't really like. I'm just used to. I wouldn't call. I'm with you. I wouldn't call it relaxing. I wouldn't call it annoying. I would just say I'm used to it. Yeah, it was just kind of like. And 17 percent of people in this survey said, "I don't know. I've never heard cicadas." Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Well, no. McCall said, "No, I don't need a cicada noise machine. Just put them on my tacos." No. No, we agreed yesterday that you were going to put them on your tacos. Mm-mm, that I'm was not. the agreement we nope. made yesterday. No, nope, I am not putting them on all my tacos. About it. Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, let's talk about the other ridiculous decision you made. McCall saw an evil, clearly, clearly evil mirror no. sitting outside, and she said, gotta have it. No. No, she did. Mm-mm. If you picture those mirrors from Disney movies, the ones that the villains always have, like... Uh, What's the name of the villain in Snow White? It's just the evil queen, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So it looks like that. It wasn't black. No. But it was sitting outside. And look, again, I got no problem with dumpster diving. AJ McCall at VFX. And it was outside the dumpster if that's a deal breaker for anybody. But it was sitting there. And I drove in and I noticed it. And I said, it looks evil. I'm going <laughs> to stay away from that. And McCall saw it. And she said, I'm going to have that. That's mine. That is my mirror. So what did I do? I grabbed it. I scooped it up. I put it in my car. Where is it? Still in my car. Ooh. I don't not definitely not driving with you today to Clout Local. Not just if you could just do me a solid and stay, you know what? Six feet. Six feet seems Six reasonable. Feet. It works for the pandemic. I think it'll work for mirrors. I have no idea. I don't have any experience in this, but just for a stretch, because you definitely picked up an evil mirror and I Ow. want yeah, just something about that mirror. Well, I know where it came from. I ended up finding out that it came from our good friend uh uh, Lynn, who ended up, he was like, well, we'll just leave it out here. And if somebody wants it, they can take it, which is great because I never would have looked in the garbage can. But since it was sitting, it wasn't even like next to the dumpster. It was like along the fence. Next to the dumpster. By the dumpster. But it wasn't like <laughs> n- like touching the dumpster. It was like they set it out there as a, hey, this is free for anybody who wants it. That was basically what that turned into. And it was sweet because, I mean, fresh off of Vintage Market Days just a couple of weeks ago, I'm, I was, I'm, I'm in a vintage fix and finding headspace. And getting cursed. Apparently. I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't think I'm going to get cursed. I think it's great. I'm going to rub it with some sage and call it good. After you leave it in your car for an extended period of time and then remember to bring it inside and rub it with sage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So is this how you hope to get everything? You're just hoping sometime next week somebody will take a stool and just be like, okay, if somebody hey, wants a stool. No. Would you like to hear what I found yesterday? What did you find a yesterday? Stool. I went, I went, I went to the DI and I had to go find a wedding dress. For fun. Okay, how did you text me that you got a wedding dress and not a stool after we talked about it all day because yesterday? Because my message wouldn't freaking send through. Because I sent you a message. I said, and got a dress and a stool. But it says undelivered on the one message. So I was like, man, whatever, curse. I'll tell him tomorrow. It's the curse kicking in. That's oh, what no. that is. It's the curse that I can't tell you I got a stool because I'll never see you until tomorrow. Well, maybe it was big information that I no, needed to know really that you got not. a stool after we complained about stools all day yesterday. It's really not. Because why are stools so expensive? Dude, stools are stupid expensive. Also, it's a little bit too tall. <laughs> so. We're going to be back. I'll call it right now. We're going to be back in the drawing. What's today? May 26th? No, we'll be back in the drawing board before halfway through June. No, it'll be all right. I just have to like elevate my laptop. I have to, I have to elevate where my microphone sits a little bit because it's not like terrible. She'll be back in the market for a chair. She'll be back in the market for a chair. There's no denying it. (laughs) Speaking of conundrums and curses, I swear I didn't steal anything. But yeah, there's something I bought at home that has one of those security tags still on it. And I have no idea what to do. I didn't steal it, though. Mm -hmm. I I just want to reiterate. I did not steal anything. AJ and McCall for the Automatrix Group debated eight on VFX. A few weeks ago, Ashley had a couple gift cards at Target, and when we made our way down to Vegas, we stopped in Layton to use the gift cards at Target because I had... (laughs) Bad. Fad fact, which is a combination of fun and sad. Sad fact, there's not a Target here in the Valley. Yes. So we uh, we got some new pots and pans. We picked up some snacks for the drive down to Vegas, and then also Ashley, anytime she gets to go to Target, especially when she's a gift card, she's got a weakness for uh, swimsuits. So she wanted to get some new bikini bottoms. So she did. We got like these items, went through the checkout, we scanned everything. Bunch of stuff went in the trunk, we went down and saw my brother before he moved. We come back, the stuff's been sitting in the living room because it's just been hectic and I've been out of it and all that, right? So stuff's been sitting in the living room. So the receipt has disappeared because we got into the snacks part, that bag got thrown away. Well, we finally cleaned the living room this weekend, only for us to discover that on the bikini bottoms, it's one of those stupid anti-theft devices. Here's the problem. Nobody noticed it when we swiped out to pay for it. We did the self-checkout. The receipt's been thrown away. So now we have this bikini bottom that we purchased. And no receipt to prove we purchased it. And no idea what to do. Well, here's my answer. I think I've lost probably four shirts that way. <gasps> you thief. No, because I have bought things and then the alarm doesn't go off. And then I can't, can't wear it. And it ruins my life. So... Um, I got nothing. Not Sorry. a single thing. No. You have no helpful solutions, no I, advice whatsoever. I don't. We had somebody send us a message and uh, we're going to keep this anonymous. Heads up. Just so you know, like we're not saying, hey, if you know how to, you know, steal stuff, we just we need to figure out how the heck to, to solve this issue. I didn't steal it. Well, that's good. AJ. Good story. So it's not a story. I, it's facts. I know you didn't steal it. Okay. Uh, we got a message. I want to make sure that I give credit where credit is due. Uh, Caleb. Caleb sent us a message and said, "What happened to keep this anonymous?" Well, this one was this one was helpful about magnets oh, okay. because they're they're magnetic. All right, Caleb's in, look up in everybody. a lot of them. Not that Caleb steals anything. No, no. 
Um, but it says that the magnets work on some of the tags, depending on the magnet, tag. Right, magnet. But it has magnet? to be a heavy magnet. Do you have a heavy magnet? I don't. My dad used to. Um, Where do you get a heavy magnet? I'm sure you can buy it. Probably at Staples well, would, or something. I would believe that you could Office buy it. I don't think stores? it's like locked up somewhere. It's not like dynamite where the government's like, yeah, absolutely not. You can't have You this. cannot have a heavy magnet. You can run amok with a magnet no. destroying all kinds of, of televisions and, and monitors. How dare you? <laughs> uh, luckily, I'm not alone. So I'm sure there's plenty of people waiting with bated breath to solve this one because mm-hmm. for the Thermo Fisher poll of the day, uh, have you ever bought something that had a security tag left on it? 94% of people said yes. Dude, I just want to know how to solve this problem because I never keep receipts anyway. So anytime I get something and they're like, do you want your receipt? It's like, no, that's okay. I don't need it. And then I get home and I'm like, son of a. Yeah, right. Here's a message I'm going to keep anonymous. That's Buy great. it again. Return the digital destroyed item with a new receipt. Demand cash back for their incompetence. <laughs> Oh gosh, uh, that that feels underhanded. I a didn't bit, steal it. I'm not trying to sneak away here with something. I'm just trying to correct an issue that I accidentally stumbled into. That I 100% did not. We paid for it. One of the other suggestions somebody messaged a little bit later was uh, that I that I try and just go in and show on my credit card statement because you know you got every, everything's on an app now. Say, right. look, I was here. I made a purchase. Is this good enough? And see if that worked. Other than that, I know Ashley's been Googling up and down, and I would imagine probably came up with the magnet thing, too. Mm-hmm. But if anybody has any good ideas, continue to send them forward. Because, again, as the poll today said, granted, early yesterday, 94% of people have found themselves in this position, including Nima Call Taylor, who said that she's lost, what was it, four? Yeah. Four, four shirts. Four shirts. Minimum. I mean, I probably have lost more pants, but... Yeah. Even now, today, the, the poll of the day from yesterday, if you ever bought something that has a security tag left on it, it's still 87%. Dang. And I don't think 87% of people stole something. So I think there's a lot of innocent people out there like, crap. Yeah, for real, though. <sighs> you know, Florida ought to put, like, a security tag on just the state itself. Yeah. Like, the second anybody leaves without permission. <laughs> oh, dang it. Heads up. Florida now has been teaching us uh, a few different lessons. Like, yesterday... We learned to uh, write bomb threats during a first date. That's right. I know that there were some of us out there thinking, well, maybe. Maybe this will this will score me the love of my life. <laughs> the answer is no, it will not. Integra Financial Services, Florida, not with AJ McCall at VFX. But it's a new day. That's right. Something new to learn. Three headlines, please, McCall. Okay, so the first thing we're going to learn is that it is not a viable option in story number one to light your neighbor's house on fire for not mowing your lawn. Okay. If anybody needed to learn that, let's be honest, it wasn't me. There's story one. We heard we heard about lawn mowing peer pressure in neighborhoods. That's right. <laughs> story number two, a drug dealer got caught because of his love of specialty cheeses. Oh, no. I love specialty cheeses. And story number three, some guy got busted doing uh, inappropriate things inside of his SUV in a grocery store parking lot because he said, oh, I didn't think that was illegal here. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm, s- I'm times, sorry. How many times do you think cops hear that? Like, oh, I had no idea. Oh, yeah. This is news this to is, me. Well, I couldn't go. I can't go 100. I, did, I didn't. I had no oh, idea. Yeah, no idea. I, th- I thought that was just a suggestion. Wait, since when? <laughs> You take the life lessons where you can get them. Don't write bomb threats on first dates. Pretty sure we're not supposed to set people's houses on fire for not mowing our lawns. No. AJ and McCall had VFX for the Integra Financial Services Florida. Not 
Uh, Vern, you got any other life lessons to throw in there? Lawn mowing pressure is not a good thing. No. Oh, I, I figured that, but it's good to be confirmed. I, I already, I already agreed with McCall it's that totally that's there. something that's there. But okay, three full stories, please, McCall. Okay, so we've got story number one, which involves a 53-year-old old guy who asked his neighbors to mow his lawn for him on Saturday. Right. Okay. Which okay, you did ask him. Which uh, which is great. It's fine if you're going to ask your neighbor to mow its lo- mow your lawn. But the thing is, is that it's not their house. Okay, so anyway, this guy was furious that his neighbor didn't mow his lawn for him, so he set their house on fire. Okay, look, I'll say what nobody else is thinking. That seems a bit extreme. Oh, okay, yeah. I was. Well, I that thought solved, that solved the problem. Yeah, the set his lawn mower on fire. I thought. I thought what you were gonna say is they're obviously gonna want to mow your lawn now. Yeah. Because that's yeah. Clearly. So anyway, he started it on fire with gas. He got from. A lawnmower. Oh, his well, lawnmower the, the, the that punish- he couldn't use oh, to mow his own lawn. <laughs> the punishment fits the crime, McCall. This is dumb. I hate it. Makes me furious. There's story one. Story number two, some drug dealer got recently busted by the police after he posted a photo of himself holding a wedge of specialty cheese. I love specialty cheese. Um, uh, yes, the cops were able to get his prints from the picture, you know, which it's, is the it's high funny. end. It's funny. You would say that that is unusual, right, to hold up specialty cheese oh. and take a picture? In college, I had a friend from Wisconsin. Nope. You post specialty cheeses if you're from Wisconsin. Yeah, I would assume so. See, I was thinking it was like a really pretty, like, wow, this is an Instagrammable picture. It's like this. It's like he's literally holding it in his hand and, like, took a picture above his ha, fingers. Cheese. So, like, early Instagram. Yeah, early yeah. Instagram. Early Instagram. So, anyway, he was identified that way. The cheese bandit. The cheese bandit. And then we got story number three. Some guy got busted for doing inappropriate things while he was sitting in his SUV in a grocery store parking lot last week. When the cops found him and they said, hey, bud... You can't be doing that here. He said he went to the grocery store parking lot because he was afraid that someone would catch him if he did it at home. So he figured the grocery store parking lot was a safe bet because there were a lot of people there. How was that option two? Really? How was that option two? I have no idea. He was charged. at home, grocery store parking lot, obviously. Duh. Yep, that's where it is. Uh, Seriously? So he was charged with indecent exposure. I'd say so. I guess that uh, there's another lesson. There you go. Three crazy stories. Hey, Jay, help me out here, buddy. Oh, gosh, Vern. Uh, I'm going to say either one or three, probably. I was leaning towards three. I could buy that. I mean, McCall didn't even get to my favorite part, which is the headline where he's like, oh, you can't do that? I didn't know you couldn't do that here. That's my bad. You know what? Officers, I learned my lesson. I won't be back. How old was this guy? Uh, This guy was. You don't know that's illegal? He was 22. No. Let's go with three. Okay, Vern's confident it's three. I can buy that. Is it call story number three? It is. Congratulations. Uh, bravo, Vern. Cool. I know. Impressive. We'll uh, grab some info from you. Hang on the line, and uh, we'll get you squared away, okay? Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Just just answer this for me, McCall, because you and Vern were like, yeah, lawnmower pressure's a real thing. Did you ever want to set your neighbor's house on fire? Not because they didn't mow your lawn, but because they're always having a macket lawn to make you feel bad about your oh, lawn. no, never. Just their lawn? You just wanted to set their lawn on fire? No. I just have a really nice lawn. I just look over there and I'm like, wow, what a nice lawn. Vern wins Florida not on VFX. Speaking of setting things on fire in a much more productive and legal way. Nice. Apparently there's going to be a certain shortage of items, but uh, our very own McCall Taylor says, I'm not so sure. Conspiracy. 
Shortage of fire fire starters. Fire starters. What the heck would we do without them? Fire exploders. AJ and McCall on VFX, and now we find ourselves in an, a center of an interesting controversy, says the McCall Taylor. I just don't know if that's like whatever. So apparently one store in Minnesota has said their stock is down about 30%. So that is obviously all of the, that's all of the stats we need. That means we're going to be short of fireworks. Apparently everybody, the store, the store in Minnesota said their stock is down 30%. So that's, uh, that's it. Also the major fireworks shows got canceled last summer and more people bought quote unquote, people bought more for their backyard celebration. So there's not much overstock left from last year. Hmm. Whatever. I mean, yes, but no, I guess. Part of me is like, are you guys just saying this so that we'll rush out and buy a bunch of fireworks? Are you worried that your fireworks sales are going to be like depleted this year? And so you're telling us that. And so, so that we run out and we go buy them. Is that thinking like you got tinfoil on your head or is that thinking like an adult? I don't know. I think, that part I think it's of a combination. Like, that part of me is like, that's kind of adult thing where you're like, they're trying to set us up. You're over here driving traffic. Rude. <laughs> but they say that the, the expect prices to be 10 to 20% higher than usual. So, yeah, explosions. Does it make you feel like fireworks are really expensive as it is already? Yes. Like, it's really expensive when you look at it from the perspective of, I'm going to watch this explode in two seconds. And it's going to be like, oh my gosh, wow. Oh my I, gosh, it exploded. I remember, I remember ah. like the first time I went to buy fireworks myself, I was like, oh yeah, maybe we'll get one of those variety packs that oh, my yeah. parents got. And then you're like, they're $100. $400? Like, Whoa. Really? No, thank you. Really? Nah, I don't think so. All right. Bottle rockets and Roman candles it is. That's all I got room for. Yeah. And then we made poor choices with Roman Well. <laughs> Responsible people would say we made poor choices with right. Roman candles. We made fun time, awesome time with Roman candles, but that's neither here nor there. Right. I once set my shirt on fire, though, with a bottle rocket. Yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. You know, that was probably just as enjoyable as watching something explode <laughs> in the sky for like two seconds. <laughs> just saying. I mean, you know what else you could get? Water guns. <laughs> Squirt guns. Okay. You know what else you could get? A slip and slide. Freak, get a bomb slip and slide for a hundred bucks. Like, that's fun over and over and over again. Why are we spending money on fireworks? Like, for real. I don't think you've ever heard your neighbors be like, oh my gosh, they're slip and sliding at 10 p.m. at night. This is ridiculous. Those dang Keeping the whole neighborhood up. I had a friend who had like a really cool slip and slide growing up. And I think that I have like a little bit of jealousy, pent up rage from that. So I think I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to spend all of my money on slip and slides this year. Thank you. The key is not just to get the slip and slide. You got to find a good area too, because slip and slide. You need a hill. Yeah. Well, I, but not a hill on a street. I, I like just, a hill on a grass. I was gonna. <laughs> I was going to say that you needed like flat land because that's the part that nobody really talks about. Like they're like, get a slip and slide, but man, you. I want to fly down a hill. My step grandparents had one, and they had a nice house. Never wrong, but man, the patch they always put it on was like the rock, the unsoftest patch of <laughs> land ever. Yeah, dirt. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go talk to You're USU not- and we're going to end up getting the slip and slide down Old Main Hill. You should. There's a big old hill on the campus that I went to where this it's where sorority is. They put one down. It's like 100 feet long. That's and the sweet. hill bends up at the end, but they just go, oh, man. 
We need I like an Olympic-sized swimming pool at the bottom, though, because if we don't have one, then somebody's going to okay, go across from, the street. This went from don't buy fireworks because they're ridiculously expensive to get a slip and slide that's 100 feet long. Now we need an Olympic-sized pool. Yep. We've really narrowed this down. Hey, but it's fun over and over and over again. Speaking of the summer, instead of fireworks, now with Memorial Day coming up this weekend, right? Kind of the start of summer unofficially. And travel. Summer road trips, school getting out, all that stuff. What happens when you just want to get away and someone tries to say, okay, yeah, us too. Okay, you're not bringing your kids? Cool, we're bringing our kids. Imagine, which is probably not very hard post-pandemic, <laughs> that you wanted to go somewhere and get away. Just you and your significant other. What? Hard to put yourself in those shoes, right? Oh, wow. A-chain for call it VFX. So imagine that's the case and you got to have kids. I know, we're stretching hard here, Utah. <laughs> and you just want to get away, you, husband, you, wife, whatever. Well, some other couple says, hey. We want to do that. Yeah. You're like, okay, we can do an adult vacation. That's fine. Because really, we just want to have some time to ourselves. And that's great. And we got a message in from a listener who wanted to do just that. They were going to go to Nashville. Them and another couple decided to jump in. Now, first couple, call them couple A, has four kids. Yes. Couple B, who decided, hey, we want to do that as well, has five kids. Well, come to find out, they're getting everything set up. Couple B's been taking charge of that as they want to go to Nashville, get an Airbnb. Couple B says, all right, our reservation's for nine. No, 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 no. <laughs> for four. See? Wife, husband, wife, husband. That's four. Couple B says, oh, no, 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 no. Bringing our five kids. Okay, see, see, what I said was, we want to do something ourselves. Then you said, yeah, us too. And then we said, great. And then you said, okay, also five kids. Needless to say, couple A is not happy about it. Besides, yeah, we're not going. Couple B says, well, that's not how this works. You said... You want to go. We've made these plans. You need to apologize. We're going on vacation. Am I a jerk? Who's the jerk? 435-787-0945 to be part of the AJ McCall show. Now, I've had a lot of time to think about this because I was curious and I was, you know, my brain does that, the thinking thing sometimes. I feel like couple B just wants them to split the tab so their whole family can go on vacation. Ooh, good call. I think that's what it's coming down Ooh. to because it's a it's a money type of a situation, which whatever. I mean, I get it. But at the same time, also, um, ma'am, <laughs> hello. So so let, let, let's put the asterisks out there. I think it's easy for McCall and I to be like, yeah, totally vacation by ourselves. Neither of us have kids. Right. But I do think it's shady, right, that. That couple B knows, couple A has kids, and she didn't say the reservation was for 13, right. which would have been all the kids. Right. She said nine. Because then she she knew that Her they five, were not and then, yeah. taking their that, kids. That to me is super shady because I'm is. totally with you. Because also, man, what kind of Airbnb are you getting for nine people? You renting a mansion? I mean, there are people that rent them over in like Bear Lake all the time, you know? I'm just saying. Airbnbs for nine people? Easy to get two, easy to get two bedrooms, nine people are coming up with. <sighs> We got Jax on the phone. Jax, what do you think? Uh, we're, we're thinking couple B here is kind of the jerk on this situation. You with us? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, if, if you're going to book a trip with somebody and you feel like, you know, it was kind of, it was implied that, like, we're leaving the kids home and it's kind of like, you should too. Um, and then you're like, no, you, you, we're going to go on this trip with kids and then not talk to the people who tried to plan it originally. Like, yeah, you're an absolute jerk for that. Like, you should have, you should have at least coordinated or asked a question right i feel like a question should have been asked at this point like instead of just assuming that you're gonna bring kids yeah she's a complete jerk she's in the wrong i agree 
And I don't know what the, the time frame is here. I think there's still time to get out of your Airbnb, but I, I don't know. Is it hit or miss with those? I don't do them enough. I honestly have no idea. So if these guys were, they're scheduled for uh, September. I'm getting this post up right now on the VFX Facebook Oh, well, then they have plenty page. of time. You could totally cancel it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I just, I am at a loss, really, because I don't know how you could just have like the audacity to say, oh, no, you're wrong. How dare you? I, I, like, We're I'm, not talking anymore. <laughs> I'm with Jax. Again, so she made the reservation. Couple B, right? So they got five kids. Couple A is the one that it was their idea. They were the ones who were like, we just want to get away. We just want to do us two to get some time away and do an us thing. Totally, totally makes sense. Mm-hmm. How is it that Couple B says, all right, nine, and doesn't ask, hey, do you, you want to bring your kids because we're thinking a family thing, or do you mind if we bring our kids? Like, that's that's what gets me is because, like, we know you're not bringing yours, but we're going to bring ours. Yep. Nay, nay, nay. But did, maybe, maybe, just maybe, you think couple A should have been a little bit more political about it. Be like, look, sorry, no thanks. It's going up on social media, Utah's VFX. Talk about the start of summer, right? Calls making the case for never buying fireworks again, apparently. To me, one of the things that how I know summer really starts is, is the attractions. Amusement parks, pools, they open up that should this weekend. And that, to me, is what makes Memorial Day weekend kind of the unofficial start of summer. Childhood dream, right? Have the park all to yourself. Mm, or start of a horror movie. Mm. I said initially a childhood dream would be to be stuck in an amusement park by yourself. I'm going to change that. If you go to like Lagoon or whatever right now, I'm sure there's plenty of times like, oh my gosh, these people just leave. <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX. But what happens when it becomes a reality? Would you rather Wednesday, would you rather be stuck by yourself in an amusement park? Or would you rather be stuck by yourself in a library? Now, initially, the answer to this would be, obviously, amusement park, AJ. Come on. I mean, like, I I like reading as much as the next person, but I got an amusement park all to myself? Sure. And I would ask, okay, what are the functionality parts of the amusement park? But I can tell you, based solely on Scooby-Doo, amusement parks are places that stuff happens after the sun goes down. Yeah, it does. So I don't know that that's the answer. I feel like I would be safe in a library, but something about library just screams ghosts to me as well. I'm going to be honest. So, um... I've done a lot of thinking on this one. My answer, definitely library. Because I don't, I don't know how to operate the rides as well as be on the rides as well as push the buttons. Functionality. Um, I also don't know how to cook the $12 churros. I'm sure I could figure it out, but (laughs) I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to. Okay. I could stay and be, I don't know how long, do we have a time period on it? Just stuck. Let's just say the park closes, the library closes. You're just there for- You're there until it opens the next day. Yeah. My answer, my answer is still library because then I can just, then I can just read if I want to. And if I don't want to, you know what? They have couches there. You know what else I could do? Nap. Yeah. I could sleep. Yes. And guess what? If there are ghosts there, I'll probably just like, what up ghost? Leave me alone. I'm taking a nap. (laughs) Right now on our Instagram, Utah's VFX, 73% of people said amusement park. And I think that's because you're not thinking it through. Because I got to be honest, I think I'm library with McCall too. Because like, you, you're, all right, you're amusement park. You're by yourself. You're like, oh, I'm going to ride all the rides. But McCall's right. How do you hit the thing, but then also sit in there safely and then get your way self all the way through? One, that. Two, I got to be honest. I think if someone saw the rides running in the middle of the night, somebody would probably call somebody. Yeah, and then the cops would come, and then you'd get arrested for trespassing, and it's not fun for anybody. And three, yeah, what McCall said, you could just totally take a nap in the library if needed to, because you know what? It's going to be dead quiet. 
It's yeah. a library. Yeah. Which one do you think has a more perpetuate to be uh, a haunted? Library or amusement park? Uh, I'm going to go with library. I think amusement park just kind of gets like sketchy just based on... It's just it's just big. It's just a big place. True. There's just so many places. So it's like there could be things hiding and lurking. So let that be a factor. If you're terrified of the paranormal, then library would probably not be the way to go because I'm with McCall. I lean more towards, for whatever reason, I just assume, I assume most libraries some somehow haunted. It's just probably assume. because we watched like all of those shows growing up, like the Between the Lions library show. It's like all of the stuff comes alive and whatever, but... In all reality, think about it this way, okay? What ghosts, think about it, who is going to go and spend the rest of their days after they pass away in a library? That's a fair point. People who are just like, wow, this is a very peaceful place. No, I'm looking for yeah. somewhere to go to be able to no, get away from right. chaos. I'm just going to chill here. It's not likely that a serial killer is like, yeah, library, let's do it. Oh, libraries are my no, favorite. You're right. No, you're right. That's no. fair. Pick for yourself, though. Utah's VFX, uh, our Instagram, it's just an easy pick one or the other. Right now, again, overwhelming majority for amusement park, but how functional will it really be, and then is it worth it to be in an amusement park if you can't figure out the rides? Oh. People who've worked in amusement parks, if it's something that's doable, 68255, start your text with VFX, because I would love to know that, because then I might change my answer back to amusement park. That being said, in the, in the tone of Would You Rather Wednesday, you're out taking out the trash at your workplace, you find a scratcher, it's not scratched off all the way. And I know what you're thinking. What idiot doesn't scratch it off all the way? Because I'm with you. Oh, my gosh. This won a million dollars. Score. What are you going to do? Keep it for yourself or do the thing that's right? One million dollars in your hands, except it's maybe not technically yours, but they threw it away. They threw the lottery ticket away. Do you keep it? You're free and clear. AJ McCall at VFX. In Massachusetts, the son of a, a store owner had a lottery ticket in his hand that someone had scratched off, not completely, which we'll get to, and throw it away. And before he decided to dispose of it completely, to scan it, find out it's a million-dollar winner. What do you do? I would probably try and figure out who bought it. I really would. I mean, I feel like it's it would be karma in my favor, but I, I think it would be different if... I was not the owner of the store. If I were just like a passerby, random passerby, yes. and there was one that was just like on the ground as, as I was walking, different story. That's karma. If I'm going through a stack of thrown away lottery tickets and I know whose lottery ticket it is, I got to give it back to him. I know you're thinking, AJ, this is the part where you shine. You say, huh, free clear. I just made a million dollars. Problem is, is that is the son of the owner, like McCall said, and I think that's a super valid point. They also, the lady that threw it away is a regular, so they knew who she was by name. Kind of hard to be like, ah, sorry, Sarah. Better. It's all mine now. Ugh, rough. Can we talk about the fact, though, that Sarah didn't completely scratch the card off, though? Who does that when you get a scratcher? I'm just curious, like, how much of it was left? I mean, there was, like, it said, like, one thing, didn't it? Like... The story I have here says it. it he, uh, the the son discovered it wasn't completely scratched off. Hmm. So I'm gonna guess. Like I don't. I don't imagine you left like half the card unscratched. No, so it had I to mean, be like one number. And it was like, oh darn it, mm, rough. But one million dollars. Still, man, that's that is crazy. It's crazy town. <sighs> it is crazy town. I it hadn't been updated yet. I hope. I really hope. 
that if they're as tight as they say they are, because I said, again, the lady that threw it away is a regular, so they knew who she was. She was really pretty easy to track down. She better throw throw that boy some money. Oh, man, I hope she did. Throw him a little something-something. Because that would be shameful if you did not. I would be ashamed. Because I Shame think technically on you. he could have pocket. She threw it away. Yeah. I, uh, legally, I don't know what the recourse is here. I have very little law training, but she threw it in the trash, and he was the one that hung on to it. I think legally he could be like... <laughs> One million. Mine. Deuces. See ya. But I'm with McCall. I think while we can all agree that it's the rightest of right things to do, even though the AJ McCall show is very pro high road, passive aggressive, the fact that they knew her so well, it'd be kind of hard to be like, tough. <laughs> Sucks to suck, like, bro. Where'd you get a million dollars? Like, uh, uh, family. My mom. I found it. My, it was under a rock. <laughs> Kicked a rock. Tough, tough. tough. Million dollars. <laughs> Tough to explain that one away. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of lottery, though, maybe just maybe this lady that's going to win a million dollars, you know, pre-taxes because whatever. Uh, maybe she can give some money to, to science because uh, they have decided that they've run out of things to study. I can prove it to you because their latest study actually has to do with the lottery. And you would think, okay, what are the results or or how can I win or what, what do I need to do? No, no, none of that. They're high-end results. Yeah. You win the lottery, and they give you a dot study. Yep. So if we could rule out the number one downside of winning the lottery being taxes, yes. figuring all that crap out, what would be the second downside of winning a vast sum of money all up front? Um, I'm going to go with realizing who your friends are. Yeah, that's right. The square hole. Uh, the everybody's going to come out of the woodwork and be like, hey, how's it going, buddy? Hey, remember how we were? best friends look i know i blew you off like 15 times and we like never have really hung out before and i'm not bitter about this at all by the way this isn't coming from me <laughs> Shane would call it vfx but you should come and hang out with me now oh my gosh you, you know, got mimosas thing you know i really hate this because i was thinking of uh again highly suggestive depending on the type of sense of humor you have i would not suggest everybody listens to bo burnham we think we know you but in that song, the, the the person from his high school goes, oh, you know, you used to be really weird and lengthy back then. And now, so how you been? How you been? I told people we were best friends. And I know we'd hang out, but that made us even better friends. Yep. And you're thinking, okay, AJ McCall, why are you telling this? This is all duh. Apparently not. Because science said, hey, what happens when you win the lottery? And the hypothesis was the downside of winning lottery is that people come out of the woodwork and want to get a piece of it. True? And the results were, yeah, that's what happens. 100%. Shocker, right? Oh my gosh, I never could have told you that. What? Like, okay, McCall, we're scientists now because apparently you can just do stupid stuff like this that we already know the results. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a ten year, ten year journey. I'm gonna test pizza from around the world, and my study will be: Is pizza delicious? I have hypotheses that the answer will be yes. In fact, most pizza is delicious. But hey, we don't know for sure. I'm trying to come up with what my study would be. Science hasn't tackled it. What's my study? How many dogs can you pet if you put your mind to it? Ooh. Is that a good one? Is that a good That sounds like a never ending one though. Because you'd have yeah, to go until the that's day the you plan. die. Wow, Somebody's gonna supplement me with cash. Study. Cash money. Speaking of this study, it says the average lottery winner gains an extra friend for every five thousand dollars they win. That's stupid. So if you want a million dollars like that lady in the last story, two hundred people are gonna come out of the woodwork to be your friend on average. Five G's is all it takes. How bad is it that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is how I can make friends? 
and then they'll actually like maybe want to hang out with me. Well, good news is the study did. If there is one piece of interesting information, it's not just lottery men- winners; it's in general. So apparently, the number of friends you're allowed to have means that you make approximately five thousand dollars per friend. This is stupid. So I have like four or five really good friends. So I make I make twenty five G's a year. That's good what it's job, AJ. Me. That's great. I have zero. So what does that tell you? You got zero. Then. I got I got I got two. All right, ten grand. Wow, you are so good. High school you is just like, wow, 10 grand a year. High school great. me is disappointed in me for my friend group. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Wow, shots fired. Did you hear that, Producer Butters? Shots fired. High school McCall hates us. No, high school McCall is like, really? You used to be surrounded by a lot of people. Wow. This is depressing and anger inducing all at the same time. Okay. It's coming from a bitter rage that is pent up Clearly. inside of me. Clearly. Speaking of bitter rage, I think if you were to survive in a wilderness for, let's say, more than a week, you would need that. Americans, we've already talked about this because, what was it, 8% of Americans think they could take on a bear, bare hands by themselves. Mm -hmm. That's where this has to come from because apparently the average person thinks wilderness, no problem whatsoever. Not just one week, not even just two weeks. You've got to be kidding me. There's a lot of overconfidence already flowing around here because we know that the average person thinks that they could take a bear. Grizzly bear, bare hands. Let's do it. Yep. Eight percent of people, average people. No, just, I got this bear. Get him in a full Nelson. He taps out. We call it good. I gotta tell you, that's way too high. AJ McCall on VFX. It doesn't make any sense to me that then only two thirds of people think they could take a house cat in a fight, but eight percent are like, yeah, grizzly bear, got it. Totally stupid. I'm gonna fight him. That being said, it continued. Look, I got it. We want to get get out, get away, get in nature. Totally got it for yeah. the automation group debate to date. The average person thinks they could survive in the wilderness for 16 days. Two and a half weeks, they think, take me right now. And McCall and I decided this yesterday. So you got whatever you're wearing, your phone, your keys, I guess your wallet, whatever you've got. And then we're going to give you a bottle of water and pocket knife because we think those are common enough owning things that people have, that those are what you get. And that's what you got. Drop you in the woods. We're just going to Google Earth you, pick you up. 16 days, that person's going to make it. That's according to them. Bull crap. I agree. They're making it 16 days. I'm going to tell you right now, I think that's like 15 days too long, <laughs> to be completely honest. Like, I get there was that lady that was in, what the heck was it? Spanish Fork? Spanish Fork, right? Yeah. You know, I always get Spanish Fork that, and American Fork. That whole story. Fork, oh, like, oh, she's not here. Up. Let's take her car. Yeah. So, but she lasted for a very long time in the wilderness, which kudos to you, lady. But for me, I I think I'm pretty sure, pretty sure I got like a day and a half. And then I'm like, all right, I'm bored. Somebody come get me. Whatever McCall said, subtract three days for me. So she said a day and a half. I'm lasting negative one and a half days out in the wilderness. Like how, just to to back this up even further. The average person thinks that they, uh, one in five could start a fire if they had a flint and only a flint. Almost 0% if there's no flint. So fire. One of the first keys to survival. Yeah. One in seven people thinks they can tell which plants or berries would be edible and which ones might kill them. One in seven. And two thirds of people don't know what poison ivy looks like. Well, that's great. That's promising. But you're going to last for 16 days <laughs> until the poison ivy kills you. So <laughs> sneaks up and eats you. I've had it before. Just oh. just end it. It's done. This itching is ridiculous. <laughs> Fun fact, leaves of three, let them be while we're on the subject. Berries of white run in fright. I didn't know that one. So yep. there you go. I, I knew that the mine was about poison ivy. Leaves of, leaves of three, let it be. 
I don't remember what the... I don't know what poison oak or sumac look like, but I know what poison ivy looks like. I'm I'm looking it up now because I'm I'm curious. We call gave us false information. Those were the edible. No, it's berries. a it's a phrase, but I don't remember what it is. <laughs> berries of white want, run and fry. I think it's I think it's poison ivy too. Yeah, because by autumn they turn ripe and white. Gross! Don't touch Just, them. They they're, they're like a fruit. So, they're like a little fruit. Somehow, somehow, with all this information we got, we can't start a fire. We don't know what we can eat, and we don't even know what poison ivy looks like, which. I don't know. I'm sure in severe cases could really do some severe damage, but mostly it's a mild inconvenience. But still, we don't know what that looks like, but we got this. 16 days, we're making it. Yep. Not to mention the fact that there's what? Mountain lions, bobcats, bears, all that stuff up there. Cold. We're going to do that. We got Most, this. 16 days. Mostly the cold thing. Yeah. Cold thing. You get me in a situation where I get cold and I'm like, Mm-mm, nope. Heck, I think if you drop me off with, with like camping gear, I, maybe, maybe I can make it a week. I ain't making it 16 days. No. It's ridiculous. How long do you think you can do it? I know we got some people out there that are much more trained. I mean, everybody's much more trained than I am. That's not fair. Uh, there are people that are more qualified to do it. 16 days. Could you do it? Uh, for Thermo Fisher poll of the day, you can message us in for Utah's uh, VFX, all social media. But obviously, you're going to survive for 16 days. You're going to you have to play through some pain. You ain't gonna be able. You ain't eating the same amount of stuff. Probably gonna get some nicks and scrapes here and there. How much can you endure? Because one Uber driver was like, "No, this person, this person called and needed their tacos. I'm gonna get them their tacos, knife wound or not." Which I gotta be honest, I would have called it. I can tell you, I get a, I get a migraine. I think my day's mostly shot. I'm not necessarily calling in, but I'm coming in and I'm like, "All right, we're working turbo mode, and I'm going home." Yep. AJ and McCall on VFX for the Automatrix Group debate at eight. You know. You know, try and work through a little bit of that payment. I'm, I'm done. My day's done. Which what amazes me about an Uber driver who was going, took his mission very seriously. I got to get these people their tacos. Got stabbed. Which is insane. Dude got stabbed. Yeah. You would think, all right. Hospital. These are special circumstances. And I'm not saying there's not jerk jerk customers out there that still wouldn't make a big deal about it. But I'd, I'd like to think most people you heard, hey, your order's going to be a little delayed. Your Uber driver got stabbed. Be like, wait. Okay, no. let me screenshot this and make sure that I, I my like vision didn't just go out all of a sudden. Right. No, it's okay. It's okay. I don't need my food right now. You go to the hospital. You get yourself taken care of. That dude is committed. He he got them their tacos. Proud of him. Way to go, bud. Way to go. You know, for me, I remember there is one time and one time only that I have ever felt the need that I was like so unwell that I was like, I need to call in sick today. Mm-hmm. Like... And that was when I, turns out, had the flu, didn't know that I had the flu until after work. So I call in, call my boss. I say, hey, I can't come in. This was when I was working at the bank. It was like six or seven years ago now at this point. And they said, McCall, we need you to come in today. We've got the president of the state of Utah for this company that's going to be here. So it's like a big deal. We want to make sure that you're here because you make a good impression. I was like, it's great. I feel like I'm dying. I do not feel well. And they said, we just need you to come in and then you can call it early and go home. Well, early, quote unquote, came and went and they were like, no, you need to stay through the rest of the day. I felt awful the entire day. It was the worst I'd ever felt. I went to the doctor. Surprise. I had the flu. And then I was off for the next like week. And that was the worst (laughs) I have ever ever felt. And I felt terrible for going into the bank. I felt terrible. I was spread COVID to everybody. No, COVID didn't exist at that point. Okay. (laughs) 
435-787-0945 to share your work through the paint story. To, to me, the one that stands out that I actually did, like, I was like, no, I'm going to do it. I don't even remember because I can't remember particularly what date it was, but I, I would think it would probably be year two of the AJ McCall show, but I got a really bad sore throat. And I, I honestly don't remember being sick. I think I just lost my voice. So I came in and I sounded like a frog all day. Yep. And the producer Butters came in after the show and he said specifically, you sound like that again. Don't come in. Like, just do Ever. You sound terrible. Never come back in again. <laughs> Sorry. Trying to, try to do what I could for the team. My bad. How dare you? <laughs> we got Vern on the phone. We know Vern. Vern, you probably work through more often than that. Something... I couldn't take. I'll tell you that for sure. What, what, what's your work through the pain story? People don't believe this one, but okay. I had witnesses. I'm ready. Uh, I was working on a house down on Larlin, uh-huh. and I was nailing the edge metal. Uh-oh. But I didn't wasn't wearing my apron. No. I was just throwing it out in front of me, and I was on my knees. And as I went to move, oh God, no! I hit a 16 penny nail, just perfect, oh. and it went up my wrist. Ah! Ah! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only about probably a quarter inch of the head was showing. Oh. And my brother, my oldest brother, God bless his soul, he had a letterman on him. Oh, and no. I'm like, pull that no. out of there, please. Oh. Just pull that out of there. And he, it took some doing. I mean, yeah. he was yanking to get it out of there. Oh, I'm going to throw up. Oh, I'm going to throw up. Yeah. And I hurry and put my hand on it for pressure once yeah. you got it out. And then looked at it. A couple drops of blood. Oh, man. It missed all the veins. That's nuts. All right. So you know what I did? Oh, no. What? I went home, took a couple aspirins, and went back to work. I wouldn't have done that. Also, put that on my irrational fears list. Whoever's keeping track of those back home, nailing myself, just, it's there now. I don't it's like on it. there. It's probably somewhere very high on the list now that I'm very concerned about. Yeah. How did you work through the pain? 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. Well, speaking of vehicles and working through the pain, uh, you would think with all the technology we have in the world, Maybe, just maybe, some filter would come along that'd be like, hey, this is one of your cringiest moments. Do you want to continue when it chose to show you a memory? But no, it's just like, those are the ones I feel like I see the most. But hey, look at this. Remember when you did this stupid thing? Today's an anniversary of uh, something dumb that no one ever lets me forget because it's become a running gag. All the technology we have in the world, do you think at some point there'd be a recognizer said, ooh, this looks cringy? Maybe just maybe give you a heads up, not not block it entirely. Just give you a warning, like, hey, by the way, uh, this day three days ago, you three years ago, you posted something uh, super cringy. Do you still want to see it? And they'd be like, no, no, thanks. no, I think I'm good. I think I'll pass. AJ McCall at VFX because today's two year anniversary of the day that I and I quote, according to the people who won't let me forget it, drove my car off a mountain. You did. You did drive your car off a mountain. The reason I know that is because I took some pictures. I figured I was going to need them, you know, car accident or right. whatever. And my Insurance. phone was, and, and my phone, my phone picks and chooses. It did it today. It has not done it for weeks. It was like, hey, this is what happened two years ago. Why is that the one it remembers to tell me? Well, yeah. <sighs> all that you know, you do the time hop thing all the time. Oh, yeah, all the time. Like it came up yesterday and it was like, oh, look, I was in... Bear Lake. Oh, look. Then I went home and Dustin was painting our house. Oh, look. And then we went fishing. And it's like, I remember that day because it was actually a very, like, it was a really good day. Those were nice, warm. I got fuzzy as she described those memories. They sounded lovely. Yeah. I'm going to go through. I'll see what I got today. Okay. We'll look. We'll look and see. Oh, here we go. Uh, Here we go. Tiesel, look how, look how chunky she was. Yep. She lost, she lost like eight pounds. 
Oh, little chalky monkey. She's so cute. Um, I took her on a walk. That's part of the reason why she lost. Oh, my gosh. Wow. That sunset last year. Wow. It's very pretty. Let's see. I got to have something cringy in here because last year I wasn't I wasn't near point. as it's gonna prove ah, my perfect. Point. 12 years ago. The worst way to miss someone is to have them sitting right next to you and know you can never have them. <laughs> 12 years ago, McCall was deep. <laughs> She was just angsty. I would have been 15 at that point. Yeah, I Calm said that down, yesterday McCall. to somebody. There's a person in this Jeez. building who every day calls, comes in and says some version of how how's it going, sunshine, and then I respond with, you know, not bad. Right. Hold on, let me let me do my normal voice. So I do something like fine, <laughs> fine. No, I, do, I usually great. say something like I'm all right, and then the, and then and then <laughs> that is apparently inflection. that is apparently code for he's miserable. Well, so yesterday he finally said what, what what's going on? I said I okay I don't understand this. Everyone in the building knows I'm angsty. You come in and go, I'm going to ask the angsty kid how he's doing. And then we respond in an angsty way. We're like, oh, my gosh, color me shocked. Every time. It's because you're so much different. You just, you're just doing people come in. You're always fine. I'm so fine. I was like, fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. See that downward inflection at the end of that okay, lovely we've sentence had this right discussion. there? It's not downward inflection. No, it's just that's how not I what talk. I said. It's it is inflection. how I talk. It's downward inflection. It's how I it's how I choose to converse the English language. It's always just a downward inflection. It just yeah. is what it is. And that's normally, how I speak. Normally, then then people are like, Oh yeah, well then you're in a bad mood because that's just how it is. <sighs> no, it's just how I speak English. Mm-hmm, okay. <laughs> Apparently, not only do I say words incorrectly, I just convey all inflection and emotion incorrectly as well. I'm I am an alien in human disguise that has not conquered the English language. Oh my gosh, we figured it out. AJ's an alien. An angsty teen alien. <laughs> Life is an angsty teen alien. Somebody please please get us a TV show right now. We're gonna go have a conversation with some social media people a little bit later today. It's happening. It's happening. Uh, writing it down. Speaking of angst, I believe one of the things of angst. Sort of is acting out yeah. occasionally. Yeah, is that what park narc says? Those people just need attention. Mm-hmm. They park incorrectly because they're it's a it's a subconscious cry for help. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, uh, attention, yes, positive attention, uh, public shame. Shouldn't have parked incorrectly. Have you voted for which park narc nominee annoys you the most? Because it could win you McDonald's. We'll tell you what the options are. You pick the most annoying. Hope you're ready, McCall. Put on your uh, psychiatrist hat because we decided that for Park Narc nominees, they're acting out. Uh-huh. The reason they park incorrectly is that they are acting out. Now make sure you vote for which one has acted out the most, which one has annoyed you the most, Utah's VFX, pinned to the top of our Facebook page. Because Friday we're going to find out which narker did a better job finding the most annoying parking spot in Cache Valley. And submitting Park Narc nominees and voting could win you McDonald's. We'll have two more free meals we're going to give away today. So make sure you do just those things. Safely take a picture, send it to our social media, Utah's VFX, or vote Utah's VFX as well. McCall, you're going to tell us what they're acting out from. So nominee number one, this big old truck, decided to take up two visitor parking spots, backed into them no less. Why is this truck acting out? I think the truck is acting out... Because it just doesn't get the attention it needs. Overcompensation? No. No. I'm going with I'm going with it doesn't get the attention it needs. And emotional. Me- emotional <laughs> attention. Nominee number two. It's an SUV. Or excuse me. Uh yeah, it's an SUV. Van? I don't know what that is. 
vehicle. It's a vehicle. Some vehicle. It's a vehicle. Uh, that has it's almost almost remembered something about that special needs spot. Like there's something about the blue state of Utah with the person in the wheelchair that I'm supposed to do something. I think I'm not supposed to be in it, but I can't remember. So I'm gonna park almost all the way out of it to the right in the stripy rectangle. So close. Call why is nominee number two acting out? Hmm. It needs an oil change. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> it's like, no, we need to pull it here. No, 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 can't. Sorry. Got to get an oil change. Oil change. We're going to park like this. Thank goodness. We didn't have McCall here to diagnose this. We, we would not have the understanding for why they choose to act the way they do. Yep. But now that she's here. That's what I'm here for. We've solved. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> so. Make sure you vote Utah's VFX again tomorrow. We're going to give away two more free McDonald's meals. So if you vote or see bad parking, safely take a picture and send it to our social media, Utah's VFX. VFX's Facebook roulette. We're going to steal your post, but it'll be shared on the VFX Facebook page. If it is deemed the best, AJ Knight, McCall, Taylor, make sure your friends with us on Facebook. McCall, what do you have to choose? From? Well, I've got a meme that says, when the G falls off of the graveyard sign and it's a bunch of skeletons dancing. Get it? Because it's a rave yard. We're not ready for Halloween yet. It's not even summer. Mm, well, I like this. There's a guy like, he's got like a, like a, I don't know. It's like a horn of sorts. It looks almost like a clarinet, but with a bottom of a saxophone. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Doesn't look like a bassoon. I think that's a bass clarinet. Probably. I believe it's a bass clarinet. Banner's uh, Unite. I landed on a meme as well. So it's the one from the office where Michael's talking to Toby and he has his hands up to his face and he says, I'll kill you. Uh-huh. And it says, no one. And this is the clothes on your chair in the middle of the night. Dude. I'll kill you. For real though. Sazies, bro. We got blankets hanging up on closet doors. I feel the exact same way. Yeah. Since we just talked about it, you can win. <laughs> the AJ Knight, the McCall Taylor find and add us across all social media. Uh, AJ and McCall, that's A-J-A-N-D-M-C-C-A-L-L on Facebook and Instagram. We're going to do some more stuff with that today, so I suggest you follow it. Very fun stuff coming up. And then, of course, Utah's VFX tomorrow, uh, the last day you can, uh, last-ish day you can vote for Park Narcs. We have another winner for two McDonald's meals, so vote. Submit your Park Narc nominees, Utah's VFX, Facebook, Instagram, all work. Mm -hmm. Do that. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, I guess finally enjoy the weather. Yesterday, I didn't expect it. I actually didn't expect it to rain this morning, but it was it was drizzling a little bit. Yeah. But it's supposed to be mid-70s until next week, mid-80s, and then maybe even 90. That'd be cool. I mean, it doesn't surprise me since, you know, next week is June. I hate to break it to you. Next week is June, and that's weird. Yeah, I agree. May flew by. Yeah. See ya. Tell tomorrow for the AJ and McCall show. Don't do anything we wouldn't do. And thanks for listening to VFX.